Welcome to Washoe Life, the podcast about life and people in Washoe County. I'm your host, Communications Director Nancy Lewenhagen, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Bethany Drysdale, and here on Washoe Life, we try to introduce our listeners to a variety of guests and topics that are relevant to life in Washoe County. But number one is that they have a story to tell, something that may resonate with listeners, maybe a lesson that we can learn from, or someone who can spark some inspiration. And today's guest touches on all three of those. Absolutely. Cha-ching. Well done, because Bethany found this guest, and we are joined by Jessica Locke, uh, local mom, author, blogger, and martial arts competitor and instructor. Wow. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. Um, So first of all, introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us about you, where you're from, your family. Um, I was born and raised in Carson and have lived in Reno most of my adult life. Um, I am married and have four kids, two girls and two boys, um, host of chickens and some dogs as well. Um, and we homeschool our kids and have for the last, well, 10 years or so now. Um, and then martial arts has been a part of our life for the last, uh, six or seven years, um, with all of our kids joining and whatnot. And yeah, I, I'm, you know, we, if you have heard about Jessica, you may, have heard it centering around martial arts. So I've, we've got to start with that. How did it begin? Uh, you know, what what happened to, to trigger that to get into martial arts? Yeah, well, my youngest son was the first one to join martial arts. And he had started uh, training and was absolutely loving it. And um, somewhere along the line, I, I had swore I would never, ever do that. I was like, my thing was, it was so nerdy. I was like, that is like a total nerdy thing. Like that is not something I'm going to do, which is so funny now to look back on it. But, um, I had a, I was teaching a toddler music class and had kind of an interesting, um, encounter that was a little bit sketchy. And a guy who was really trying to be quite pushy and, um, get past me to my, my group of kids that I was teaching. And, um, it was incredibly uncomfortable. And I realized in that moment, I, if he had done anything more, I would not have known how to protect myself or the children that I felt responsible for. And so the very next day I went to my son's instructor and I was like, Hey, so I need, I need some training. I'm less, I said, just 10 lessons. I just want to do 10 lessons, just, just a little bit. And it was probably lesson two that I realized I, absolutely loved everything about it. I loved hitting stuff. I loved kicking things. I loved taking people down. And I was hooked from that moment forward. And so all of our family kind of trickled in um, beyond that. And that's something I think we should um, just kind of marinate on for just a second. Um, The feeling of, well, the knowledge that in any moment, your life, your security, your sense of security around you could be really threatened. And it could be minor, it could be major. And and do you know how to... um, how to defend yourself and yeah. and being able to regain control of that feeling must just be so empowering. Absolutely. Yeah, we've had um, since then incidences where um, I mostly was heightened awareness of like, oh, something's going on. I need to get my kids out, you know, and so nothing has ever had to progress, which is awesome. That ideal, right? That I wouldn't have to engage uh, physically, but, um, being able to be aware of surroundings, you know, not having our nose in our phone, like how often do we walk around and we're just like, Oh, I'm going to answer this text really quick. Um, and just general awareness is such a huge place to start of don't get yourself in a bad spot in the first place. Right. Um, and being paying attention to what's going on, someone weird, whatever, being able to get out and as moms being able to protect our children, right. That's a huge responsibility. And if we're not aware, we're not equipping ourselves to be able to 
handle that stuff, then, you know, our kids can be at risk as well. And, and that's not a great feeling either. No, that, that's a really good point. Now, for the sake of simplicity, we're referring to what you do as martial mm-hmm. arts, but we know there's a lot of different disciplines. There are. So let's educate us on what discipline you practice or have practiced and a little bit of maybe how they differ. Okay, yeah. So there's lots of different uh, disciplines uh, within the context of martial arts. Um, I primarily train, um, well, I got my black belt at Momentum Martial Arts here in town. Um, it's an MMA program. So it encompasses some jujitsu, um, hands on self defense type stuff, Muay Thai, kickboxing, um, and then traditional Taekwondo kicking. Um, and then I also do jujitsu. So um, more sports jujitsu. So in MMA, there's strikes in jiu-jitsu, which is like the grappling thing, kind of wrestling on the ground. Um, sport jiu-jitsu uh, does not have any striking. No one's punching you. So um, I do both. Um, I love both. Uh, I've been doing a lot more jiu-jitsu these days um, as I'm getting a little bit older, uh, but I still love punching and, and kicking and all of that stuff too. And your whole family is in this. Um, do you all compete? And I know you teach as well. Can you talk a little bit about what you teach? Yeah. So uh, my daughters both got their black belts uh, a year ago, which was very exciting. They had been training for years. Um, and one of the two loves competing and the other hates it. So I have one that signs up for any tournament she can. And the other that's like, thanks, I'll take pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my boys, same. They kind of, you know, hit or miss. They sometimes compete in jujitsu, um, but otherwise are, they like to cheer everybody on. Um, and so, yeah, so it just depends. My husband hates competing. He does not love competing at all. What about, um, so you have two daughters. Yes. Um, does competing, especially in something so physical, mm-hmm. does that give them kind of a sense of, of self? Do you see, you know, maybe a... Um, self-confidence or self-awareness that you think they might not otherwise have? Or do you have advice for moms of girls? Um, I have two girls, so I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. listening to right. whatever you're going to say. Yeah. Um, huge. It's a huge confidence boost, right? And there's so many life skills in it, right? They're nervous. It's scary. You don't want to lose. Um, and then learning to be okay with, I can lose and still learn stuff. I can lose and learn something about who I am. Um, learn that I can do hard things and that's okay. Um you know, my daughter who loves to compete has developed a really great uh, outlook towards competing. So she's very, she makes minor goals for herself. Sometimes she'll say like, I really want to win this tournament, this match, whatever. Another time she shows up like at a Spartan race and she knows there's more uh, experienced runners and she's like, I want to not be last. And so she's happy to not be last. So it's been really confidence building for them to kind of do those things, to compete, to put themselves out there. Um, mostly I think they learn about who they are and their strengths and how they can improve. As the uh, mother of a dance daughter, what you just said resonates. And I think it's such a good lesson for all of us in that, um, learning and and obviously with dance, very subjective, similar though, Mm -hmm. and the competition. But when the, when she got less than what she thought she should get or whatever, Mm -hmm. or was so disappointed, that was almost a a more, a better learning opportunity. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, there's a saying in martial arts that's very common, um, win or learn. And I actually used to hate it until I had my first big loss. And then I was like, oh, I learned so much more after my loss than I did on my wins because you're focused on what can I fix as opposed to look how awesome I did. Exactly. I love it. All right. We have to go back to your most memorable match. Mm. I want to talk about that. Um, What were you feeling? and, And like you said, what did you learn about yourself? Oh, man. Um, I did a amateur kickboxing fight. It was at the Aces Stadium. Um, and that was kind of my first big one. I had done a couple tournament matches. 
Um, and up until that point, I had not lost. And so, um, it was, of course, in your head, you never think you're going to lose, right? Um, and I totally got my butt kicked, like just not great, right? I mean, it went to decision, so there's that, like I didn't get knocked out or anything, but um, I did not do like I thought I would do. And so it was very emotional in the in the now, right? Um, it took me probably a good week to get over the emotional aspect of it, and that's when I was able to really see how much I was able to grow and the six, eight weeks following that match were probably the, the biggest growth points I'd had in martial arts. I was just nitpicking and, and working on things and trying to fix things and uh, make them better. And so um, for me as a mom who then had a daughter who had, you know, struggled losing a match and was very emotional and as a coach who, ha- you know, has to deal with the same kind of emotions of maybe people wanting to compete, but they're, they don't want to compete because they don't want to lose. And so it gave me the probably the broadest um, perspective of being able to help other people and be able to understand what other people were going through and to be able to have my own, like, oh, I know what you're feeling and here's what I think on that, you know? And so for me, it was probably the most memorable because it was a huge match. It was a really big step for me. I was terrified. I fought a girl. I mean, I was, I think I was probably 32 at that point and I she was like eight, not even 18, I don't think. I mean, she just totally kicked my butt, right? So I'm like this old person and, um, And so it was just, it was stepping so far outside of my comfort zone. And I was really, really proud of myself. Once I got over the emotional part, I was really, really proud of of myself for choosing to do that. And putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I I remember seeing um, promotions for that match on Mm -hmm. Facebook. And just for our listeners, this was a really big deal. Like um, amateur MMA is not, um, you know, just a backyard, you know, match. This was a really, really big deal. Did you ever see yourself in that, um, being in that kind of arena? No, absolutely not. No, never, never. Um, I grew up as a soccer player. Um, and you know, there is some contact in that sport. And so I had never connected the dots that I would love martial arts maybe because of the contact as well. Um, no, I've always loved competing, but I never would have envisioned competing, fighting like that was not even on my radar wow that you know the other thing I want to ask you about it is very much a male dominated Mm -hmm. sport uh and what's it what is it like being a woman and a mother Mm -hmm. in that world of martial arts um it is a very male dominated sport and I think that's changing quite a bit um especially as you get these awesome gyms um that have a really great culture for families and you know we at our gym have tons of moms and tons of women and and girls training and so um it's a really great environment uh, for that um but still you know my first few years of training jujitsu it was very common that I was the only female on the mat and so initially that was very difficult for me um and over time I realized the benefit fit I had of almost like I was always training with these guys and um and now we're bringing in all these women and and women are coming and I teach a women's only jujitsu class and it's you know all these women and moms and teen girls and um it's incredible it's really really incredible to see other women know that they're empowered like to see the light bulb go off like I can do this I can get on someone's back and you know if they're trying to attack me and I can I can handle them Um, it's really rewarding. And so it can be challenging, you know, um, smaller cities, I'm sure newer gyms, you know, maybe don't have as many women because it is, uh, so male dominated, but it's incredible whether you're the first female or, you know, the hundredth in a gym. Absolutely. It's a great experience. I've seen you post, um, pictures on Facebook about, um, 
going up against your husband or your, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and you do fight men in our match, I guess fight yeah. is maybe the wrong word. Sparring, uh, spar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Um, well, my husband and I is a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> we are very, we're getting better, but few and far between. So um, if we're doing stand up, um, yeah, we just butt heads. I get, I get mad. I'm like, why'd you hit me like that? You know, I would never care if anyone else did, but it's my husband. So um, jujitsu, he's so much better than me. So he just thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's fun to do it with your family. It's fun to do it, you know, even as, as much as sometimes it's frustrating, it's fun to do it with him as well. <laughs> and I really enjoy reading your blog. Um, I want to make sure that I get the title right. Small Girl Jiu-Jitsu World. Mm-hmm. You write a lot about personal growth and things that you learn. It's not just a, a straight, like, technical blog mm-hmm. about um, Jiu-Jitsu. Um, it, can you tell us a little bit about what you um, what you learned through that sport in particular? Mm, so much. Um, yeah, that blog is kind of like my weekly ramblings of, of what I'm processing, you know, um, I think jujitsu really makes you, um, aware of yourself, um, whether you have ego with things, right. Cause you're, you're getting choked or whatever and you have to tap and it's, you know, essentially like, you know, you could look at it as like, Oh, I just lost to that person. Um, or you can look at it as a, I just, I get to grow and I just learned something and Oh, don't do that again. Right. Um, and so, gosh, so many lessons, just who I am, um, learning to not let ego get in the way of, of growth and, and doing that kind of thing. Um, I'm a natural, uh, complainer. It drives my coach nuts. He's like, here's what we're gonna do. I'm like, that won't work. Um, so like (laughs) learning to just be like, I'll try it. That's fine. I'll try it. Right. Um, and especially being a smaller female, uh, grappler, right? Like it used to be very intimidating. I used to say a lot of, I can't. Um, and so it's kind of that blog kind of follows some of the process of like, oh, I can do this. Like I can, I can do these things. And, and so can you, you know, don't think that, and I, I know you probably have a follow-up, but I got on there today. Uh, it's all relatable. It's not, I, that's what I love about writing or reading all of, all of what you write because, you don't have to be yeah. into martial arts. I have an injury. Mm-hmm. And what did you write about? Your your latest, was it from last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what? We yeah. all have injuries. Right. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with it, right? Are you going to sulk and, well, that's that? Or can you figure out how to do other things while you're injured? Can you, you know, what can you do? Um, my husband and I started walking during this injury because I couldn't do literally anything and uh, it's turned into our one of our favorite things. We actually go on a walk alone in the morning. Our kids are old enough to stay home alone, so we ditch them, and we walk and connect in the morning together, and then at night, we go on another walk with all the kids, and I had no idea I liked walking, so it's kind of turned into this really cool thing that wouldn't have been there if I had just said, well, I can't. I'll sit on the couch. Wow, that's that's awesome. Um, I wrote down this line that I saw on your blog because it uh, this resonated for me. For a sport that's supposed to make you tougher, mm. it certainly makes me cry more than anything else I've done in my whole life. Yep, for sure. I am shocked at how, um, I think it's just, it, it tends to be emotional, right? Like um, if you're in a position where, you know, you're, you're vulnerable or you can't get out and you realize, oh my gosh, like if this was real, like I'm, I'm done, right? Um, and I just tend to be very emotional with that kind of stuff. And I've never been emotional. I'm like, I am not a crier. Why do I cry about this all the time? This is bizarre. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's supposed to be this like tough sport, right? But I think it makes you almost more in tune with yourself. You're using your whole body. You're, it's an up close and personal sport. Um, and so I do, I think it makes you more in tune with your emotions and what you're feeling and why are you feeling it? And why is it an issue? Or why did that make you angry? Um, or why are you frustrated? Should you be frustrated? 
Is it frustrating because it's new and you just don't know how to do it yet? All right, I'm in. I think I need to go. (laughs) Now, as if being a mother of four, a writer, and a martial arts instructor weren't enough, you also homeschool your children, and you have an upcoming ebook about homeschooling. Tell us about that. Yeah, I've, I've homeschooled my kids since they were little. Um, I never thought it would be something we'd do long-term, or actually, I never even thought it was something we would do. Um, and over the years, I've completely fallen in love with it. I love the the cadence of our life. I love the time we get to spend with our kids. Um, I love that they get to explore things outside of a curriculum, a set curriculum. You know, they can, if they have an interest, they just explore it, and they they dive into it. Last week, my, my 11-year-old son all of a sudden was an artist and he's like I need books I need things how to draw I need an anatomy book right and so he was just accumulating books after books so he could draw all these things and uh I thought that was so cool you know like he just that was his interest for the week and he wanted to learn to draw and he learned anatomy while he was at it so um that was really cool uh and so I've always loved helping um others figure out how to homeschool because I think it's a really scary thing to jump into right and most of us weren't homeschooled so it's like what does that even look like? I don't, I don't even know what to begin with. Does it look like public school at home? Does it look different? And so um, when I started homeschooling, I didn't have anyone that I knew that had done that before me. And so it was really overwhelming. Um, and so I, I wrote an ebook a couple years ago on how to structure your, your homeschool day, just ideas. And then I have an ebook um, uh, that's going to come out soon as well. Um, and it's on fake rules, kind of the things that we all tend to believe, right? You say, I'm homeschooled, and the first thing someone says is like, oh, well, how are you socialized, right? Um, or, uh, oh, I don't have time in my day for that. Or, oh, it takes all day to homeschool when usually it takes you know two hours. It's just one-on-one. So it's just different. And so it's kind of like breaking down those things that might stop us from homeschooling that maybe aren't real things, right? We believe they're real, but they might not actually be real things. Is there a community of homeschoolers here in our area, a um, resource or a, um, you know, an organization to tap into? Yeah, there's, um, there are a ton of homeschoolers in Washoe County, a lot. And so um, a great resource on Facebook, I believe it's called Northern Nevada Homeschools, something like Chat with Northern Nevada, something like that. Um, and that is a huge resource for homeschoolers. So you can, people will post classes that are coming up, um, co-ops, events, park play dates. Uh, and so it's a great place to kind of get plugged in and find some groups. There are tons of co-ops around town. And then even the local businesses have really started in the last years um, to cater to homeschoolers. So there's a lot of homeschool classes. You know, at Momentum, we have um, we have three when, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning, we have homeschool classes for kids. So, um, And they're full. They're huge. So um, we have found that more and more uh, businesses have done that. Gymnastics places are doing it. Um, some of the pottery places are doing it. You know, there's just, uh, you know, ICE is doing it. Um, so there's lots of ways you can do activities in the day, meet other homeschoolers, and really build a nice big community to to help you so you're not alone. That's great. Um, a recurring theme in your writing is just basically show up, <laughs> you know, just yeah. just be there and, and face the challenge and that you can do it. So for our listeners who might need that encouragement, who might be feeling like, oh, I just can't. I'm over this. I mean, we're coming off two years of, of a pandemic. Uh, what kind of encouragement would you offer them? Oh man, show up. Such a good like little phrase, right? But so hard to just keep reminding yourself, right? You can show up even when it's a bad day, right? You might not show up the same, but that's okay. Um, 
But showing up, trying it, doing the things, experimenting. Um, nobody says you have to do the same things in the next weeks that you do today. So if you do something and you don't like it, try something else, right? Um, finding things that you love, finding things you love as a family. You know, we love to train with our kids and, and do that with our kids, but that might look different for another family too, right? So um, what can you do with your kids? Can you walk with your husband in the morning, you know? Um, within your context of work or sports or uh, your kid's school or um, home, even if you're homeschooling, you know, how can you, how can you show up and how can you do your best with what you have, whether you're injured, right? No matter what, you can show up. It might look different every day and that's okay. Anything on the horizon that you want to tell us about, about what's next? You seem like, you seem like you have a lot of ideas in that. Uh, always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what's next. Um, I am uh, just continuing. I'm just getting back from an injury. So I'm, I'm tra- diving into my training a bunch so I can uh, compete in a big tournament at the end of this year um, in Vegas. And um, Oh, we'll yeah. be watching. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's a great place to, to leave off. And Do you have anything else you want to tell us? No, thank you for having me. So good. Thank you for joining us. And thank you to our listeners. Um, this is Washoe Life. It's the name of our podcast. We want to talk about life in Washoe County, talk to really interesting people like Jessica. If you have an idea for a podcast episode, please let us know. You can email washoe311 at washoecounty.gov. What a great day. Thank you for joining us thank today, you. Jessica. And until next time. All right, goodbye.